Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey y'all, are you ready to jump into another episode? Because we are, we're excited to have a great discussion again this week. Hope this week has been a fantastic one for y'all. We have been busy with a lot of different things. Um, Maddie and I have been doing a lot of babysitting and all that good stuff, and we are now and it's Saturday when we're recording this. So we are just now recording. We usually record a couple days before just so that we can have time to edit and do all that stuff. But it has been a busy week and we are excited to just sit down, have a great conversation, share some stories actually from this week. I already told you all, I think a couple weeks ago, maybe now, that I am taking a philosophy college class and, uh, and let's just say it got interesting this week. We had a topic that is, um, not often discussed and it is a pretty deep topic in my opinion. And, uh, Maddie found a quote and we were just like, you know what? We're going to go for it. We're just going to sit down and record it. So that's what we're doing today. But Maddie, give us a rundown on the new blog post, the latest podcast episode, which has been a really popular one, by the way. Everybody has been, uh, sharing it and listening mm. and it was just a really good one. So give us a rundown. Well, I mean, no wonder people liked the last one. <laughs> we're all feeling the same thing when it comes to what we talked about in the last episode, I think. Yeah. So, our last podcast episode was called Where Are the Godly Men? Mm-hmm. Very good podcast episode. We encourage you to go and listen to that. And then new blog post, obviously, on Thursday. It was called I Talk Back. And very The picture good. is amazing. Yeah, Lily loves the picture. Uh, very good blog post. So we encourage you to go and read that. Parlor, make sure you're keeping up on mm-hmm. Parlor. Been doing a ton of stuff over there as usual. And then what else have we been doing? Really? I don't know. There's just been, like you said, a lot the of usual. stuff on Parlor, yeah. social medias. We've been, we actually did a Q&A on our Instagram story yesterday. So mm-hmm. if you haven't checked us out on Instagram, we are the few.blog. That is another area to get connected with. We post a lot on our stories and that kind of thing, just sharing different stuff and 3,000 downloads. Ah, yes. We are very close to 3,000 downloads. Mm-hmm. We mentioned this a little bit last week in our last episode, but we are very, very nearly to 3,000 downloads. And we have a couple of different things that we're considering doing for 3,000 <laughs> downloads. So you should definitely be looking out for that stuff. Yeah. It's going to be really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. So we've been putting a lot of thought into this. We always want to do something special when you guys get us to another milestone. And we are definitely excited to be almost at 3,000 downloads. It How seems crazy. like we were just at 2,000 or mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like we were just at 1,000. Yeah. But uh, thank you all to everyone who is downloading and sharing the podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. It is 
definitely appreciated over here at The View. Absolutely. All right, so let's jump in to today's topic. Pretty sure we're going to talk about something called Lone Ranger Syndrome, and we will kind of get into that here in a second. But the first thing that leads me into this whole situation, this whole uh, story and topic, is that I had somebody in my college class, and I'm doing this all online, so I don't have to do anything in person. I just do um, stuff online, so we have different discussion forums and stuff like that where we have to respond back to each other, and we have to post our answers to different questions that the professor would give us. And so this uh, this week was on the moral law and just moral standards that have been implemented into society. Obviously, as Christians, we know that they have been implemented by God for our good, and, uh, and we'll get into all of that. But there was one kid in particular, I read his discussion, and I want to read you just the very beginning of what he said, because the very beginning basically gave his whole discussion away of what he was trying to get across and what he was pointing towards. And it was just really interesting perspective on this topic of moral law. So I want to read you what he said because I think that this is just really something we can unpack here. He said, everyone is entitled to their own opinion and no one person could say that someone is wrong because that just wouldn't be right. Interesting. (laughs) And then he goes on to say, someone could disagree and state that they do not follow that but you cannot say that they are wrong because an opinion cannot be wrong, end quote. I think that when I read this, I was just kind of like, wow. I I honestly was very shocked at the beginning because for somebody, I I mean, I know Maddie and I have both thought this, like people put stuff in their discussions and I'm like, you are literally in a Christian college here. Like this is not some secular um, teacher who's asking secular questions and stuff that doesn't makes sense and you know that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. he is really really thorough in questions getting us to point it back to god and everything and i'm just often surprised by like you're willing to say this in your discussion you know like that's what you really think about the moral law which is a huge thing and so i had to respond so we have to reply to two different people on two different days for our discussions and um and i'm just going to read you what i said because I tried to make it short. I tried to make it very to the point. And I obviously want to be respectful about it because you don't win an argument or something like this by being nasty and that kind of thing. So I'm going to read you what I said because I think that it really points to the Lord and how we can think about the moral law as a whole. So I said, I'm afraid I have to respectfully disagree with your thoughts on this discussion topic. I believe it is important to recognize that everyone has the freedom to think for themselves, but that does not mean that they think correctly or according to the moral law God has given us to live by for our own good. For example, according to scripture, abortion is wrong no matter what someone may happen to think. I hope you would agree that actions such as murder or rape are absolutely wrong and that that truth is not dictated upon one's feelings or belief on the matter. I wholeheartedly believe that opinions are always wrong if they do not align with the moral law. Good and evil are not illusions and are certainly not for us to each define according to our own will. Andrew Kern once said that love is not always good. The amount of pain caused by thinking it is transcends measurement. So, is everyone entitled to their opinion? Of course. But that does not mean that they are walking in the truth. Yeah, so I think that this is a really good response and everything. It really is crazy how 
some people tend to think, and I'm not saying that he is, you know, completely and utterly wrong. Like, yeah, everyone can have their own opinion, but at the same time, some people's opinions can be wrong simply maybe because they don't have all the data, they don't have all the facts, they haven't researched what they're speaking about or what they're thinking about. Right. But this is something that me and Lily have noticed happening a lot in our culture today is Mm -hmm. that people are just kind of like, you know, you do you. That's the big, you know, saying nowadays, I guess. Mm -hmm. You do you. Your opinion is really the only one that matters to you. You don't have to listen to what anyone else says. And in a way, that is true. Like, your opinion does matter and you don't have to listen to what everyone else thinks. But sometimes you're going to have to admit that you may be wrong on something or you may have to back up what you think and back up Mm -hmm. your opinion with the facts to prove that you are right. But yeah, there's just so much that we can dive into in this. And I think that this thought that, you know, you can just have your own opinion and it's right no matter what. Even if someone Mm -hmm. else thinks something different, like their opinion is right, your opinion's right, it doesn't really matter what you think. And this is beginning to really seep into Christianity, I feel like. Me and Lily really wanted to talk about uh, like Lily mentioned, the Lone Ranger syn- mm-hmm. Syndrome, and we're going to explain what that is here in a minute. But we just kind of wanted to talk about how there is this big misconception about it's just Jesus and me mm-hmm. in our relationships with the Lord. And I know that people are going to be like, wait, what? Like, it is just Jesus and me. Right. And I'm not saying that that is completely wrong, but we wanted to get into why we need community, why uh, the Lord instituted the church, and mm-hmm. why we need the church mm-hmm. to grow in our personal relationships with Jesus. And obviously, it should be Jesus and you throughout the week. You should always be praying and you should always be studying and you should always be trying to apply Jesus' example to your own life. But we really just wanted to talk about how we need to get past the whole, it's just Jesus and me, because that is really becoming quite selfish to the point where people think that we don't need the church, we don't need Mm -hmm. community, we don't need other believers to teach us other things because my opinion is right, I can think what I want, and you know, it's just Jesus and me, Jesus is the only thing I need, which is true, Jesus is the only thing we need. If we didn't have the church, you should be able to survive in your faith with just Jesus because you're constantly striving to be more like him, but we just wanted to talk about why the church is important. But first, I found this quote by G.K. Chesterton, and I really, really love it. It says, the moderns are seeking under every shape and form a world where there are no limitations. That is, a world where there are no outlines, a world where there are no shapes. There is nothing baser than that infinity. They Mm -hmm. say they wish to be as strong as the universe, but they really wish the whole universe as weak as themselves. I thought this quote really spoke to the topic that we're going to get into today because we were just talking about this in our Bible study group and we've mentioned it a few times on the podcast, but when we become selfish in our relationships with Jesus, we really just put God in this little box and we just expect him to do this for us. Like when we pray, we expect him to answer the way that we want him to. Mm -hmm. And so I think that this quote is really important because when we do that, we aren't saying that we necessarily want to be strong in our faith, that we want to be as strong as the Lord. We want to constantly strive towards Jesus' example. We're really saying that we want the Lord to be as weak as ourselves. And sometimes this is completely unintentionally done. I'm not saying that we're all like, we want the Lord to be as weak as us, because most of us know that we can't do much. We don't do as much as the Lord can, for sure. But we forget that. Mm -hmm. And so, 
we just really wanted to talk about how we get past this, how we let the Lord do what he wants to do, how we stop boxing him in and just expecting him to do what we want him to do. So, Lily, you've got some different things that we're going to talk about here. We actually have notes today, people. I know, we kind of have notes. Yeah, so the first thing, though, let's back up just a tad bit here. One, I think we need to answer what this kid said in the later part of his discussion. He said, an opinion cannot be wrong. Um, let me just answer that really plainly, really quick. Yes, I can. And if our opinions do not align with the moral law, which is what I said in my response back to him, then they are always wrong. Like, it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter, you know, the facts or whatever you think you have behind your argument. It doesn't matter because it does not align with the moral law, which God has given us. Murder is always wrong. Ten Commandments, okay? Um, when I'm talking moral law, I'm talking about what God tells us is wrong and right according to scripture. In his word, what he tells us we can do, what we shouldn't do, that is the moral law that our culture, up until pretty recently, I think, has for the most part obeyed. Like, we all know murder is wrong. We all know that abortion is wrong if you're a Christian, right? Well, now we have some Christians where this postmodernism thought has kind of infiltrated the church and we've kind of just accepted, well, maybe it's not, right? Because culture's changing and like now we now we bring up the topic of, well, is the Bible really relevant to what we're dealing with to the issues of our day and that kind of thing. And it is, but we've allowed that postmodernism way of thinking into the church and it is affecting how we live and how we talk to people about the truth because we're kind of unsure ourselves of those things. So I think that when we look at Ephesians 4, 4 through 5, we're going to go there. So it says, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. And I think that when we look at these verses and fast forward to the American culture and the 21st century right now, we can really see how this concept of community has changed, right? I mean, when I read that and I and I see the effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace, and then it's talking about this one body and just this crazy unity that should be the church, I do not see that anywhere today. It is very rare to find a group of believers, even in the same church, who actually agree on the basic stuff of Christianity, you Mm -hmm. know, like the basics that this is what God says and, you know, we don't really need to have a whole discussion on this because it's just Christianity 101, you know? And I think that we need to get back to that. And I think that the reason that we're not there is because in America, we value this individualism and the postmodern insistence that every person determines for himself or herself the rightness or wrongness of specific acts, 
right? We just kind of get to determine, well, I think that that's right. I think that's wrong. And my neighbor can't correct me according to what they think, right? Which is what this kid is basically saying in his discussion that, well, an opinion cannot be wrong and we just have to accept everything. Kind of the tolerance of our society. And that's another discussion for another time. But, you know, just because I say something doesn't mean it's wrong. And just because you say something doesn't mean it's right. That's just crazy. That's just, that's not what I see in scripture. We value this individualism and this stuff that we can just determine what we think um, all the time. And the only standard by which many people live emanates from their own individual sense of good and bad. I mean, their own individual sense of, well, I think that's good. I think that's bad. And then again, just the point of how this has permeated the church with Lone Ranger Syndrome. And when I say Lone Ranger Syndrome, I mean Christians who believe and then live out the concept of just Jesus and me. Just Jesus and me, that's it. And a lot of times these people are alone and outside of the community of of the church, and they're just fending for themselves in this crazy evil world. Mm -hmm. And I think that this individualism goes against the grain of like the ethos of the Greek culture and even the Christian culture of the first century. When you read the book of Acts, when you read what the early church was doing and how they lived and how they were together every single day, sharing the gospel, praying for one another, teaching in the temples and the synagogues and in front of, um, you know, the Pharisees and all these people who like literally hated them. I don't see that in the church today. Mm -hmm. And I think that as the Church of Acts, which is supposed to be like our prime example of what the church should be, right. is definitely a great example of this. Like Lily said, they were meeting together daily. So mm-hmm. you can obviously see that the apostles thought that community was very, very important. Right. And even from Jesus' example of having, uh, it was him and his 12 disciples, and mm-hmm. they were always together. They were always learning together. Right. And then he was always teaching the crowds. And so I think that he definitely sets a good example of this for us. Yes, sometimes he would go up on the mountain to pray alone, mm-hmm. just him and the Lord. And then at other times he was with community and the majority of the time he was with community. Right. And so I think that this is something that we need to keep in mind that yes, it is so important to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Like that is what you have to start with in order to have this community. Right. Because it's supposed to be a community of believers who have their personal relationship with Jesus and who are growing personally. Mm -hmm. And when you are growing personally, you're doing your own devotions, you're praying by yourself, you're listening to the Holy Spirit on an everyday basis, and you are growing personally, then Mm -hmm. the community is automatically going to start growing. Because if every single person is doing that, it's just going to start infiltrating that community and you're going to see everyone begin to grow. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to grow as one body Mm -hmm. with many different parts. You know, that, where is that? Ephesians? I think so. I Um, don't know. One body, many different parts. So Mm -hmm. we all have a different role to play. We all have different jobs in this community, in the church. And sorry if you can hear our dog in the background. She's just just like walking walking around. So this is what we really wanted to get across in this episode is that community is very, very important because it's good to hear other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes if you are educated on a certain topic or on a certain matter, then you can help the community Mm -hmm. to also see clearly in that. And I'm not saying that any of us have all the answers because none of us do. But 
the Lord instituted the church so that everyone could begin to grow. For mm-hmm. new believers, they desperately need that community because they've never seen, well, maybe some of us have seen the gospel acted out before, but they need for that new believers, yes, they need that example that they can follow. They need someone to teach them how to pray on mm-hmm. their own, how to get into scripture, and how to be listening to the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. We should not get caught up in this selfishness that the world has been right. uh, trying to push on us because the world desperately wants us to think that we can do everything on our own. Mm-hmm. And it desperately wants us to put the Lord in this little box and make him in a way as weak as ourselves mm-hmm. because we aren't studying, we aren't seeing all the things that he can do. So we just expect him to do these little uh, mundane things, but he can do so much more if we would be willing for him to use us. And I think that that's what I see in like this kid's discussion and stuff of how it has just become about us, you know, Mm -hmm. like this whole thing. We've made church about us. We've made our relationship with Jesus about us. And when you genuinely have a great relationship with Jesus, when you're solid in it and it's the real deal, when you experience that, you start to see okay, yes, the first step is this relationship that I have with Jesus. I have to make sure that I am good there. Mm-hmm. Not in a selfish way, but like I need to make sure that I'm there personally. Well, when you are and you start to dig into scripture and you start to become serious, like we always say, getting serious about being serious for Jesus. When you start doing that, you start to see, wow, this this thing is not about me. And I can't do it alone. And like Maddie said, and I love that point of how the world just wants us to think, well, don't surround yourself with different views. Mm -hmm. Don't surround yourself with different ideas and and people who think differently than you. When we do that, we just remain in that selfish state of our own thinking and, you know, well, an opinion can't be wrong when in reality that is wrong, you know, like that at its core, thinking that an opinion cannot be wrong and that we just all do our own thing and that, you know, Lone Ranger syndrome, right? Well, I'll just go do my thing, you do your thing, and we'll all be good. How are we supposed to advance the gospel? How are we supposed to have a body? How are we supposed to have a body? You don't. Because when everybody is just going around doing their own thing, well, I don't really need to go to church today. I don't really need to help out with that with that breakfast that the church is doing. I don't really need to share the gospel. I don't really, right? We have no accountability. There's no community. We're not being encouraged. We're not encouraging others. We're not each exercising our gifts that the Lord has given us. We're not contributing in the way that he wants us to as the church. Like everything just goes downhill when you get stuck in this Lone Ranger syndrome, when we think it's all about us and that's just, that's it. And it's not because when you start to see the gospel played out, demonstrated, like Maddie was talking about, when you start to see that, it changes how you live because you start to see, well, this is what it really looks like because how are we supposed to know just automatically how is how are we supposed to know how to live and what's right and wrong if we're not in a community there's not that standard in our lives that's set by the community of faith we just end up doing our own thing and i think that we can only avoid being lone rangers and i've said this before <laughs> it's like my new thing we can only avoid being lone rangers by learning to be selfless to the point of personal sacrifice. If the church would just understand this simple thing of becoming selfless to the point of personal sacrifice, where 
it's not about me. It's about me serving with fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord. And I am trying to help everyone that I can and share the gospel with them. And I'm sacrificing personally. That's what Jesus lived to show us. That's what he wants of us. That's what he calls us to in scripture. 1 Peter 2.21 says, For to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example. Mm -hmm. Leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. That example is huge. Obviously, yes, Jesus is our example. Scripture is our example. We see that played out. That should be simple. But if the community is not living it out, how do we expect new believers or older believers to get this thing and to really live it out if no one is showing them, no one's coming alongside of them and saying, let me help you. Let me challenge you. Let me show you um, this verse, right? Like this is this is what Jesus has called us to because yeah, Lily can last a couple weeks on her own, just trying to, you know, the individualism stuff, like, yeah, me and Jesus, we're good, right? But after a couple weeks, it just becomes, well, serving people just becomes a chore, and really sacrificing becomes just selfish. Instead of it becoming, I'm selfless and I'm sacrificing, it's I'm selfish and I'm sacrificing so that I can feel like I'm entitled to a blessing or to whatever, so yeah, Lily can last a couple weeks. Maddie can last a couple weeks on our own. We can all last a couple weeks on our own, but it, it starts to become a chore and not about Jesus. And it just starts to become about us. And I think that the church is supposed to be a place where we can also just relax and we can mm-hmm. be with fellow believers who are like-minded with us because we have this base of scripture. So we're right. all reading the same things and maybe some of us are thinking the same things when we read this, but maybe others are thinking something different. And so then you get all these different views, but the church is really supposed to be a place where you can come and be with like-minded people because our everyday lives are filled with so much confrontation and Mm -hmm. so many other opinions that I think the Lord instituted the church so that we could also be with people who think the same way that we Mm -hmm. do. Because when you have that base of scripture, we should all be thinking along the same lines. And so I think that that is another reason that the Lord gave us the church, just Mm -hmm. so that we can have a break from all that confrontation that we experience Mm -hmm. in the world. And have that unity, you know? Uh I think that that's what the verse is telling us, like, make every effort to keep that unity of the spirit. Because like you just said, we don't have that in the world. Everybody all the time is against us, is going to try and confront us about our faith and everything. And it's not that you don't see, like Maddie just said, and I think that was perfect of how she explained it, of how, you know, there are different views, there are different things in the church. But when you understand the gospel and you're genuinely, like you have that unity with each other, then those different views on things, it just doesn't get you really upset. You know, mm-hmm. if it's not a huge thing, obviously I'm, I'm not saying like, oh, well, he thinks that, you know, sexual immorality isn't, is okay. And you know, that, that yeah. murder is fine. No, I'm not saying put yeah. up with that or different views like that. But what I'm saying is if it's a little, oh, he thinks we should do communion this way, or he thinks that you have to be on your knees to pray. Like, Who cares? You know, that doesn't, that's little fights that the enemy keeps us distracted by so that we don't have the unity that this verse is talking about through the bond of peace. We don't have that in the body. And 
you know, we have so many committees and they're all fighting with each other and we have different boards and we have different, and just, I mean, the general, everybody, you know, fighting about different things of where they want to put stuff or decorate the church or, you know, whatever. Like there's so much stuff constantly that we don't have this unity anymore, which is why I think the church is starting to go downhill. And we've talked about young people leaving the church and those crazy numbers. This is why, like, I'm really not sure why we're surprised because church is not church anymore. According to what God wants, you never see the word pastor mentioned in scripture. You never see any of that. It's all about elders. It's all about um, just the body serving one another. It's never been about a building. You don't see the church of Acts in a building. You know what I'm saying? Like so many different things we've changed and just limited it to, oh, we'll meet once a week, even though the church in Acts met, you know, every single day together, preaching the gospel, advancing the kingdom. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just do Sunday. Like, look at how much we've changed. Mm -hmm. Look at how drastically we have limited what God wants to do in um, and through the church. We've just limited him in that because we want to be on our own and we want to be our own boss and we want to be the lone ranger who gets all the glory and all the credit when we share the gospel with somebody or whatever. And that is not the way it's supposed to be. We should mm -hmm. never be the Lone Ranger in anything. Maddie and I can tell you, whenever we do ministry, we do it together. And not even that, but we try to bring our other Bible study girls, our friends, our, you know, of course, family, we're all doing that together already, but we don't ever just do it alone. If I'm going to go share the gospel with somebody or I'm going to try and pray for somebody or whatever, if I'm going to church, I always try to invite those around me so that I can do ministry with them and it's not that Lone Ranger syndrome and I don't get caught up in that because it's so easy to get caught up in that. But also don't let that be an excuse though for when right. the opportunity arises and you're like, oh, yeah. well, I don't have any of my Bible study girls with me, so I can't pray with this I person or whatever. Like that's not a valid reason. Right. You, know, you can still do stuff by yourself, but mm -hmm. what Lily's trying to say is that this community is really important because we set an example for each other also. Mm -hmm. Maybe Lily has seen something in scripture that makes her live this way that mm -hmm. maybe you didn't really think about before, but then you see it and you're like, oh my goodness, that totally does line up with what scripture tells us right. that we're supposed to be doing. And so we're always supposed to be learning from each other. Obviously, you're supposed to be learning from scripture and from Jesus' example first, Absolutely. but there's going to be people who are a little more advanced in their faith mm -hmm. uh, than you are, or there's going to be people who are a little bit weaker in their faith than you are, and then it's your job to set that example for them, to teach right. them some different things that you have learned from scripture. So moral of the story for this episode <laughs> is that it is totally great to have a personal relationship with Jesus. You are totally supposed to have that. That's not, we're not saying that uh, as long as you're in a church, you're good mm -hmm. because that's that not doesn't what, mean anything. Yeah, that's not the case. Uh, you're supposed to have that personal relationship with Jesus. You're supposed mm -hmm. to be doing things on your own throughout the week when you're not in the church building. Right. And that's really when church happens because you're uh -huh. the church, you know, let's, let's make that point as well. You are the church. And so you carry the temple. Okay. Let's just use that the example. Temple. You are a temple of the spirit, right? We see that verse everywhere mm -hmm. all the time that you are 
a temple for the spirit. And so you carry that with you wherever you go. You are the church. And so just like Maddie said, don't trick yourself into thinking, well, yeah, not today. I'm not really feeling it or mm-hmm. you know, I don't have anybody with me. And when you truly understand that relationship with Jesus, like you and Jesus have this strong bond, you start to see, I can't help but sacrifice. I can't help but be selfless. I can't help but just bring people along with me all the time in ministry and and whatever I'm doing, just life in general, Mm -hmm. um, because that's what Jesus calls us to. And you start to see that in your own relationship with Jesus of how he served, of how he wants you to serve, and just how he wants us to live in general. Yeah. So number one, Make sure that you do have that personal relationship with Jesus. That is very, very important. We're Mm -hmm. not saying that that is unimportant whatsoever because Mm -hmm. that is where everything starts. Right. Second, make sure that you are not completely reliant on the church and that's where you find all your fulfillment and that's where you get this emotional high because... Uh, worship was just, you know, they played the song that you wanted them to or whatever. And I'm right. not saying that the Lord can't move in that stuff because mm-hmm. you totally can. But make sure that it starts with your personal relationship with Jesus. And then that automatically carries over into the community of believers. Absolutely. So make sure that you're relying on Jesus. Jesus mm-hmm. is the thing that you're supposed to be relying on. But the church is there to help you. Mm-hmm. And you are there to help the church. Right. And if you ever need help, like, okay, girls, I I get this whole Jesus saying I need to have this relationship, but I don't know how to get there. I don't know what to do for that. Our email is in the description of every episode. Send us an email. Ask us about the gospel. Ask mm-hmm. us to, you know, walk you through that. It's so simple. And um, if you want to do that today, like you can give your life to Jesus today and not that you need us. Like go talk to yeah. your pastor. Go talk to that friend that you have that's always talking about Jesus and a believer and stuff. Or just talk to Jesus. Right. No, the Lord can move without that pastor, without Mm -hmm. us. He can move right where you're at. Mm -hmm. And so But um, it is helpful to have that guidance. It is very helpful if you aren't sure what all what that entails or anything. But our email is always in the description. So if you want to email us about that, if you want to talk to somebody, we are always here. The Lord is always available no matter what Mm -hmm. time of day. doesn't matter. All of it. Um, he is there through it all. So, uh, we're going to wrap up in prayer. We actually did a pretty good I know, in not terms too bad. of time today, not too bad. uh, but we're going to wrap up in prayer. So let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode. And I just thank you for giving me and Lily the opportunity to talk about this today. I pray that you would help each and every person that's listening and that you would also help me and Lily to, uh, live out the gospel in our everyday lives. I pray that we would have that personal relationship with you and that we would be listening to the Holy Spirit every day and that we would just be obedient whenever you call us to do something. But I pray that we would also be extremely invested in the church and in that community that you have given us of fellow believers. I pray that you would just help us all to continue studying scripture to see what exactly that looks like, and that we would just constantly want to be following your example. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, thank you guys for listening. Again, check out our Rumble channel. We have been delayed on uploading that stuff. We, oh man, it has been a shipwreck. Yeah. Our battery pretty much failed us, which has been lovely because we can't do anything without a battery. And then our SD card got full, like totally full. And it's only been a couple weeks with the SD card, so I'm not sure 
if we, I don't know if we need to transfer stuff or whatever. So we're trying to figure all that out. Um, but we haven't been able to record because our battery stinks and we don't have room on the card, but we are hoping. But we ordered a new card. Yeah. We're trying to figure it out. And the battery should be here soon. Yeah. So. so hopefully we have another video coming out soon. I know that y'all have enjoyed those and are starting to get connected. We're still trying to kind of grow that channel and stuff. So if you haven't subscribed to that, be sure to do so, um, so that you get notified when that new video comes out, whenever that is. And we really appreciate y'all rumbling over there and doing everything. That has just been a great platform platform to use and just a great way for us to connect on a deeper level rather than just you guys listening to us talk. You can actually see us and just a video. You can comment. We can interact. It's just a great way to connect again over there. And also, don't forget to download this episode if you can. That helps us a ton to get closer to that 3,000 downloads. And what else do we have? Commenting on the blog, liking the blog. You can do all that if you create an account through that. Um, also, if you're listening to this podcast on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, yes. you can rate and review, which really just helps us to get higher up on the recommendation charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if someone would just search like the few or something, it would put us higher up on that list, right. depending on how many rates and reviews we have. So mm-hmm. that helps a lot too. Yeah, definitely. Alrighty, guys, we are going to wrap it up here. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>